her thing was like, poor planning on your part does not constitute an emergency on my part. Wow. Yeah, it was. Uh, wow, I was like, like this ahead. is like the sixth grade. Could you chill out a little bit? <laughs> We're trying to learn Microsoft Word. Like, can you, you help mind. me put my floppy disk in, please? <laughs> I'm trying to make a prezi. If- <laughs> Yeah, and we're back. Two-week hiatus. Yeah. It feels good to be back, for sure. Yeah, it you feels know? like we had a little break, but... Yeah, because I, I listened to, when up. mixing down the last episode, I felt like I felt like we ran out of steam, you know, trying to do a two-hour back-to-back guy. Huh. So, at least that seemed that way. It was still really good information, uh-huh. but you could f- I, f- I feel like you could tell, like, our, we had metered off. So, yeah. to come back uh-huh. with a little bit more enthusiasm is, is pretty nice. There we go. So... Getting a little later start than we usually do. Getting, we're about forty-five minutes. Yeah, forty-five behind. minutes late. You had to choke down some Subway. Yeah, the breakfast or dinner of champions. <laughs> I love. I don't Subway. think I've ever had Subway for breakfast. Uh, I don't know that they're open. Oh, uh, true. Unless you had leftovers. Yeah, that's yeah, that's fair. Maybe I, I've had one of those like platters. I I can eat if it's leftovers for breakfast. I can have any sort of leftovers. Oh like, yeah. I could have a big steak and, yeah. you know, broccoli and whatever else. Hot dogs for breakfast if it's leftover. It's weird how, like, breakfast can be anything, but it is also its own subset of food. And it's yeah. like, you can have breakfast for dinner, yeah, but you yeah. know what you're going to have. Exactly. Right? If you if somebody says breakfast for dinner, yeah. you automatically go to sausage, pancakes, waffles, you yeah. know, eggs. A little gravy. Uh-huh. Yeah. But in reality, breakfast is just the time of when you eat something. Yeah, true. But it's weird. It's like a paradox. Like you say, like I can have anything for breakfast, but then bref- breakfast is also like its own subset of food. And uh, it's like, okay, you know what it is, but it also could be anything. It's literally, literally yeah, anything. That's so the way I, like I bre- look at uh, pizza for breakfast. Uh-huh. Or, you know, basically. Or you anything. go cold pizza for breakfast? Oh, yeah. 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 That's the way to go. You go ranch? Uh, Yeah, if we have it. I don't usually usually keep it. We still have one of those mini bottles from Sailor's Birthday of like one of the Chick fil A tray where you uh-huh. get the sauces. So I had a boss when I worked at 84 Lumber who would buy a fresh pizza, put it in his freezer, and let it get cold and then eat it. Hmm. He was the weirdest dude I ever met. He also, like, would flex how high his sugar would get. <laughs> He's like, yeah, my sugar was like 500. I couldn't see out of my left eye. I'm like, dude, go to the doctor, dude. <laughs> You're not supposed to tell people that. Yeah, that's messed up. Yeah, he Had, was hadn't also felt my left leg in a, a giant b-hole. So. Wow. I did not like have him. that. He was literally the reason why I left the job. So, man, terrible, terrible. I wish dude. I had more like job stories. Really? Yeah, I haven't worked that many jobs. Oh, man, I feel like I got a lot. You just got to like get into like talking about something, and it'll just jog jog your memory. Like yeah. cold pizza. Like that's where that came from. He also, uh, I think one of the guys that got hired after I started working there, his name was Mike. He was told to go do something. And instead, he went to make coffee because it was early in the morning, right? <laughs> and so this manager, this crazy guy, just grabs the coffee pot from him and just slings it into the lumber yard. And it makes wow. him, he's like, you're not having coffee. He wow. was terrible. He was a terrible human being. And I think I worked there five or six months. Like, I literally left the mental health hospital, went to go work at this lumber yard, and then went back to the mental health hospital. I was like, this guy is worse than normal crazy people. Yeah, than than clinicals. Yeah, clinically and you know, uh, you know, 
whatever prescribed. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. Wow, people, these people so. got the title and everything. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's the week of love. It's Valentine's Day, uh, guys. I'm sorry if you're listening to this. Uh, it'll be on Thursday, so you already missed it. Yeah, but it was yesterday. I hope you did not forget. Yeah, but there's still like time for you to be like, oh, well, we were going to do something on Friday. I uh-huh. didn't forget. Exactly. I planned something for tomorrow. Just plan something else. <laughs> Just do the plan. I think that helps. Just having an idea. Yeah. No, like, no girl wants uh, you to be like, well, what do you want to do? Uh-huh. Like, you, They want you to own it and just be like, yeah, we're going to do this. Even if it's not what they want to do, they'll be on board because you, yeah. you planned it. Yeah, good call. That's, yeah. that's good advice. Well, I mean, well, you told me upstairs, but you guys are going out to eat. We're having lunch tomorrow with another couple, um, our pastor and his wife. Uh, and then that night, I'm just going to make dinner. Okay, nice. Do you know what you're going to make? Some sort of chicken and probably a side salad. Something pretty simple, but just Lexi didn't have to make it. So Yeah, that's fair. Chicken in the air fryer, of course. Nice. So how do you do chicken in the air fryer? Are you like battering it or whatever, or are you just raw chicken in there and it gets done? Uh, I just season it up and then I don't batter it, though. Okay. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure if that would fry it. I I don't think it does because like the oil like coats it and that's uh, what uh, I think it just kind of dries it. I've out. never done fried. Ch- I might try fried chicken tomorrow. Try to make it. I've had it, but I've, I've never made fried chicken. Well, in the last air fryer we had, I could do wings and do like you're talking about, where you just season it, uh, but you don't put any like like it's a just batter like a dry or rub basically. Yeah, yeah, and they still get crispy. So mm-hmm. I think the same thing applies. Like you don't necessarily have to do the whole dredge with the flour and the eggs and everything. So. But um, maybe you can. Maybe I'll try. Uh, yeah. Let we'll me know see. how it goes. We'll see. <laughs> so we'll see. We shall see. Uh, yeah, we just That's got awesome. back from a little trip. We got to see, uh, got to meet Lexi's grandma. She couldn't remember my name for a while. That's all right. Which is fair. It's the first time I met her. Yeah. But my picture I mean, is on her I fridge. Forget, so. My picture is on her fridge with my name right under me. <laughs> is it your? Uh, is it Charles' announcement? Uh-huh. It says okay. Chandler. Yeah, and then yeah. there's me right above it. I think I see that every time I get ice out of the fridge. Nice. <laughs> nice. Your your uh podcast host lives on. Yeah, yeah. Uh but it was fun. We um uh, her aunt and uncle were really great hosts. They I mean they took off the whole week and were just like Oh wow. They sent us an itinerary like a, a week and a half before we left, like here's what we got planned. Like we'll Dang. we'll change it if you guys want to do something else, but you know, like we're excited. We got a lot of stuff planned. We're going to just have a lot of fun. That's got to be like one of the pros of living out of state or living away from family. Like whenever you have somebody coming, it can be this big event and you can kind of, you know, make it more than just like a small visit. Uh-huh. Yeah. What what I really appreciated was like uh, you could tell that. So they've known about that we were coming for since October. So October, November, December, five months. Yeah, oh, wow. And so lots of time to plan. They've been planning, but also, like, anytime they saw something in a store, they'd be like, oh, I want to get that for them for when they come, you know? Like oh, they're, wow. So, like, gifts and stuff? Yeah, well, and just, like, even small stuff, like spikes for our shoes, because we're not going to have spikes. You have spikes? Like, like if you're walking ice on ice or snow, yeah. Uh, Is it like, do they just wrap onto your shoe? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it's so like, just like uh, a, chains for tires. It, yeah, they're exact same. Uh, okay. Uh, but yeah, just the fact that they like saw that and they were thinking about us, they got it, yeah. and like they didn't use it. 
it just stayed in the wrapper. Like everything that was still in the wrapper, like they're specifically buying. They would not have bought it if we weren't coming. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's being a good host. For yeah, sure. it makes me just like that's you know that's nice. It makes me appreciate it. Yeah, I mean they didn't remember your name, but they brought they got you spikes for your shoes. Yeah, so, like that. Her grandma gave something. me something just like uh, pretty. It was a mug that somebody else gave to her, just like a a gift shop mug. And she really she came over to the family's house we're staying at. It's her aunt and uncle, and uh, the grandma drives over there like seven in the morning, like unannounced, just like knocks on the front door, like. Hey, I, I I got something for Lexi and Chandler or Cameron. <laughs> That's what she called me. No, uh, but That's I think true. she really wanted to give this one thing to Lexi, but she didn't want to just give one thing to Lexi and not me. Oh yeah, yeah. So she's like, "Well, here's this mug somebody gave she's me." Saying, she even got... she even addressed me with it like that. She's like, "Yeah, I mean, it's not that special, but here's this mug." <laughs> I'm like, "Hey, I'll take well, something it's yeah. special, I guess." Yeah, she's sweet. She's fun. She got a That's good awesome. spirit about her. She's just like. You know, happy-go-lucky, just happy to be here. Yeah. Whenever we walked outside to go eat, uh, she was just like, man, you know, God really blessed us with this beautiful day out here. Like, just just pretty excited about everything. But she's older, and, you know, some things will Yeah, what was the, I guess, like the top highlight of the trip or, like, top three things? Mm. I know some of the stuff y'all did. So we went to a town called Leavenworth. Okay. Pretty touristy town, but like worth it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Not crowded either. Not too crowded. Uh, the the main strip of Leavenworth, you can't drive your car. You so you just walk. Oh, that's it's nice. cool. Yeah, it is cool. Like uh, almost all the shops are local there. Uh, everybody in the town's dressed up like a. Uh, it's they're a Bavarian town, some sort of German. Yeah. Heritage. Uh, and literally. Right outside of the town, there's this big alpine coaster we went down. Okay. And then uh, we drove up river a little bit, like, I don't know, two minutes. And then we got out and we hung, like, took some pictures. Like, it's just beautiful. Like, yeah. it looks green screened it's like, almost. It's like mountainous and everything. Oh, yeah. With, yeah. A, with a big river flowing through it, it was really neat. Yeah. We don't get that here. We just have, like, hills. Yeah. Because we're just, like, at the very bottom of the Appalachian Mountains. So yeah. So we don't get stuff like that. Oh gosh, the mountains are just unreal. It's yeah. crazy. They they, they really were, seem fake. Like they look just so big and like there's no there's no house on the top or anything. There's no road up there. It's just like a huge mountain. Yeah. That what are you gonna do with it? You know, it's like <laughs> just unconquered land. Yeah, it just yeah. seems not even real. That's cool. Uh were the yeah. were her aunt and uncle with y'all the whole time pretty much, or did y'all get to go off like uh, the first night we landed, we hung out in Seattle by ourselves. Okay. We went to this little uh, hole-in-the-wall pizza place. Nice. And it was quite literally a hole-in-the-wall. Like, down the alleyway, there's just a... Just a door. There's a pizza place. Yeah. yeah. Uh, real small, but it was awesome. It was really, really good. The vibes Those are were the up. best ones. Yeah. Vibes were way up, dude. Like, all the... <laughs> there's, like, three workers working, one waiter, one person doing the pizzas, and uh, somebody working the bar. Yeah. And uh, we sit down uh, over in the corner. Fives, they're playing awesome music, just nice. like <laughs> some solid like '90s or so rock, alternative oh, yeah. rock. Uh, music that's like straight out of that state. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he, uh, when he brings us our pizza tray, it's just a full can of black olives, like a one gallon thing of black olives on the pizza. 
Well, it's not opened. Oh, okay. So he just sets that down instead of a pizza tray. So I was uh, like, oh, this is oh, neat. Like, okay. they're just, yeah, it's just yeah. grungy. You know, yeah. Like, they're making it work. Yeah. It's like, yeah. well, we got a ton of these. Let's just put this on there. <laughs> but it was cool. I don't know. It, I liked it. It was like saving That's space, it's I guess. Cool. Yeah, it's cool to see how some people just accomplish a basic task uh-huh. like that. And they've probably been doing that for years. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just something you don't see every day. Instead of like, you know, the little metal pizza tray, which is fine, but it's just their thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are those are definitely the best kind of places when you just kind of almost stumble upon mm-hmm. it. Like, I feel like now the routine is to pull out your phone, start looking, naming off places. You look through yeah. pictures. Like, you don't have... Check the Yelp reviews. Yeah, yeah. You don't have, like, the... Just the spontan, uh, spontaneous part of just going somewhere mm-hmm. and, and just kind of finding out about it. Yeah. I did that a little bit when I went to L.A. Because uh-huh. you could just walk, walk around. Up. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, yeah. Because Ken wasn't with me, some of the the stuff, you know, like, because she had, she was working. And I literally uh-huh. just tagged along. Uh-huh. Like, just bought a separate flight, showed uh-huh. up separately. And did she know you were coming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. We, we had planned this, but it was just like, hey, don't tell work that I'm going to stay uh-huh. in the hotel that they're paying for. Oh, yeah, that's thing. fair. But I found a, uh, like, kind of side street uh, ice cream parlor that I got a waffle cone with a couple scoops of ice cream and everything, and it was just, I was just hanging out. It was, uh, yeah. it was a good time. Yeah, you can uh, cool. really explore when you're out like that. This one, we did ask our uh, the guy working at the hotel. Mm-hmm. We are like, you know, what would you recommend? Where do you like? Oh, uh, yeah. And this place stays open to like 2 a.m. And he was like, you know, after a shift or something, I'll go there, and I love it. Oh, wow. It was really good pizza. How was uh how was traveling back and forth, like flying and stuff? On the way there was fun. It was easy breezy. <laughs> yeah. And on the way back was a nightmare, dude. Well, our first flight was supposed to leave at noon Seattle time, which is 2 o'clock here, 2 p.m. Yeah. And we were supposed to land at home at like 7.40 and that first flight was delayed. We left at like 3.30, 3.40. We were just sitting on a plane for three and a half. Because we boarded. Yeah. And everything's fine. They start checking everything. They're like, oh, well, we got a oil leak. We are, uh, we're going to get a maintenance crew out here. Oh, man. Hour goes by. We don't hear nothing. Hour and a half, we don't hear nothing. Two hours in, like some people, they start taking off the plane because they're not going to make their connecting flight. And we're not going to make cars at this point. I'm like, we, we should already be taking off the plane. What are they doing? Yeah. So then by the time we make it to three hours, they're like, all right, our people from Birmingham, y'all, uh, come on, y'all aren't going to make it. So Lexi's getting excited. She's like, free hotel room in Seattle? Oh, Let's yeah, go. getting bumped. Yeah. Because there was no other flights to Alabama that day. So she's getting excited. <laughs> yeah, you And get I'm like, I want to go home. <laughs> I want to be home so bad at this point. We should have already been... To Denver, getting ready to fly again. Like, yeah, I'm just getting frustrated. Yeah. So about three and a half, three forty in, they're like, "All right, y'all get off." And we get off. Lexi runs to the potty real quick. Uh, they're like, "Y'all go get in this line to we'll get your hotel ready. Yeah, you know, get keyed like, up. Yeah, get your money, whatever, your vouchers, whatever it is." Yeah, yeah. And by the time she makes it back, she's like, "Oh," and they're going over the intercom, and the guy's like, "Those people from Birmingham going to Birmingham." Uh. You'll come back. They're going to hold the plane for you. Seriously? So then our plane was like supposed to, the next one was supposed to take off at five. And we didn't even land until 
six something. Yeah. So they're so already they waiting it? like an hour plus, almost two hours for us. There was three people on our plane going to Birmingham. And they held an entire plane that was full for almost two full hours. Oh. No. So we get on. We're the only three they're waiting on. We're like running, whatever, running to the airport. We get on. <laughs> they're like, yeah, that's everybody. That's that's all of them. We're about to. Were like, people just staring daggers? Oh, gosh. Into you. <laughs> you could feel the whole plane looking at you. <laughs> and uh, oh, you, you that's them. brutal. They go back over and they're like, "Yeah, we're waiting on uh, those three people we just let on. We're waiting on their their luggage, so it's gonna be another thirty forty five minutes." And we're just like, "Oh my gosh!" No, <laughs> they like read your whole name off. Oh my gosh, like, he so lives like, yeah, that. That guy that just sat down right there on the tenth row, right in the middle. That's him. <laughs> that's brutal. Yeah, to go from the swing of free vouchers so free money uh-huh. free hotel free food extra day of vacation uh-huh. to on a late flight only the three people that I are... was so surprised they held that plane for three people that yeah that seems egregious but maybe it's like the like the whatever the connecting flight is or whatever was like <clears throat> that was also delayed so it, like up the chain maybe it made sense uh-huh. or something i well, was maybe reading the about ne- maybe the next flight yeah. To Birmingham was already like slam full. Yeah, I mean maybe they just had to make it work. I was reading about people getting bumped from flights mm-hmm. and talking about like how much money they were getting, where they were getting to stay, and like one guy said that he did it like 8 days in a row. Like they cuz he was in like a weird spot and it was like Yeah, sometimes they'll even be like do we have anybody that would offer to stay? Yeah. You know. Yeah, cuz it's like there's only so many seats, and it's like you know, if you if you're no, willing to take the bump, yeah. And sometimes you get laid over in like Paris or you uh-huh. know New York, like some of these awesome places. They'll put you up in a hotel, and you're basically like I said, like a free day of vacation. Yeah, which is uh, I haven't had that experience before. But. Yeah, I was one time I was flying by myself coming back from Chicago, and they were like, "All right, we're we're offering a like a hundred and fifty dollars cash and." Room tonight, food tonight, like, and you'll fly out tomorrow uh, for free. Like, we'll uh, basically refund you this ticket. Yeah. Give you $150 cash, give you a room, give you food for tonight and breakfast, like, <laughs> all this stuff. And I'm like, man, should I? Yeah, it sounds I was texting Lexi. I was like, I may stay. She's like, no, get on that plane. Get on the plane. Which I, I, I'm sure even in my head I wanted to come home. Because once, once vacation's over, I'm like, yeah. all right, let's get home as fast as possible. I'm, I need to start back regular life. Uh, yeah, but I'm some of those vacations it. you don't want to end. Like if it's not a true vacation and you're just kind of doing something, you're like, let's, all right, I've had my fun. Like mm-hmm. let's, let's get back. Yeah. Um, I don't know. After like three days, I'm usually ready to come home. Really? Yeah. Once, once in my head, I'm like, all right, we are headed home. Yeah. I'm already home in my head. Yeah. That's. And I need fair. to get there. Yeah. I don't know. It's a weird concept. Even like, Lex is excited about like, oh, maybe we'll get to hang out another day, you know. But I'm like, nah, let's just go home. <laughs> well, that uh, that kind of rolls us into the first little topic that we have is finding the positives and everything. So like. Getting bumped from a flight, I mean, it's it's hard to be down about getting free money, free hotel, and everything like that. But, like, finding the positives yeah. and everything. And there's a, a – I don't know what the quote is, but John C. Maxwell, who's, like, an author, and he, he talks about, you know, just positive thinking and positive mindset. And I'm thinking about this because um, 
because Kyle had said something on Sunday uh, about if you like think of a compliment for somebody or notice something that you uh-huh. like about somebody, um, you should just say it. And yeah. he's you know gave me a compliment on Sunday, and he was like, I just had heard this thing, you know, and I was like, I think John Maxwell said that. And he's mm-hmm. like, Yeah, this is exactly who it was, and it's this idea that if you you can find something to like about anybody like even if you hate their guts maybe they have a nice shirt on yeah. and you're like I like that shirt you tell them and then it's like you're getting two positives out of it like they're getting a positive and you're getting a positive because you thought something nice and you shared it with them yeah. and you're ultimately making you know the world a better place you know being yeah, the change that you want some to good see. energy yeah putting yeah good we talk about good energy a lot so i think it's I think it's a real thing, and, and it just helps you live a more positive life and, and have a... Yeah, there's no sense in just being down all the time or just oh, like... No. Uh, you, you just are who you are, you know, who you think you are, uh-huh. you know? Yeah, I, I like to say a lot, uh, like, you're going to find what you look for. Oh, yeah. So, like, if you're oh, looking yeah. for the bad in me, like, you're going to find it. Yeah. It's not going to be that hard, but if you're really looking for something good... Like, you'll find it. Literally, whatever it is out there, just look for good in people and you will find it. Like, everybody has something. Oh, yeah. It's it's definitely a mindset shift to just look for the positives and be positive. Because, like you said, anything you think of or want to find, you can find it. Especially with the internet. You oh, can gosh. go find, you can have a thought, positive or negative, and you could go find that echoed on the internet somewhere and... A lot of the times, it's not a good thought or a good group to mm-hmm. be hanging out with and to kind of have this hive mind about something. And that's why some social media and some uh, just different websites can be really toxic for you because you get sucked in and then all of a sudden you're just a Debbie Downer and you're uh-huh. crabs in a bucket mentality and you can't get out of that and you have to get out of those kind of places. So you just got to shift your mindset to being a little bit more positive and and thinking positive and, and just sharing compliments. Like I said, two you get two positives out of it. Like the person you share that compliment with gets a boost. Like you have no idea what their mindset is at that moment. And you, you share that with them. And then you get a good feeling for sharing that. Like you have yeah. a positive and they get a positive and you just keep, you just keep rolling. Everybody's positive. But you can't be like, you can't be like a, a superficial uh-huh. kind of fake compliment. Like, you know, oh, your blah 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 looks good. Like you, you gotta mean it. Like yeah. you gotta find something you truly like about somebody. Like your you hair. Can, yeah, you can usually tell if yeah. somebody's been. Yeah, or legit. if somebody went above and beyond to do something to make themselves appear better. Like they got a haircut, new set of glasses, whatever. You know, maybe they want to be recognized for that, and you should point that out because they're like maybe oh, not attention seeking, uh-huh. but they're they're looking for that. You know. Maybe yeah. they're down, and this is something that they are doing to pep themselves up. Yeah, exactly. And then you kind of recognize that. That's a good yeah. positive. Yeah, I like positive, man. It's, yeah. And people that just have that energy about them, that's just, like, you feel good after you talk to yeah, them You want to the be time. around those people. Man, that, that, that's awesome. That makes me just, <laughs> well, even like, you're uh, the man. You oh, know? yeah. Like, well, thank you for that. Like, Ken complimented uh, Hayden. Uh, his she was like, I love how your shirt matches your shoes. Uh-huh. And he's like, I and didn't plan that at all. And your glasses, and he was like, Yeah, well, I guess it does. Yeah. You know, like he he kind of pepped up after yeah. she said it's, that. You're so. smiling. He's like walking off proud. And yeah. Like, 
And it's like you did that for them. Yeah, you exactly. Know? And it didn't cost you nothing. You know, a couple breaths of air. Yeah, that positive energy, man, it goes a long way. And just like, I don't know, wanting to do good and be good for other people goes a long way. I had an yeah. uh, interaction at the gym uh, yesterday. Uh, this lady, she's probably, I don't want to guess and be way wrong, but like probably 50. And guess and be waiver. Yeah, she's like, I'm 35. <laughs> You're like, uh, oh, okay. excuse me. Let me uh, back that up. Her dad had just passed away, and uh, I had performed a service. I don't know what you'd call it. I did a service for my great uncle when he passed away, and it was kind of like on the spot. Like, I didn't really know about it until like 30, 45 minutes before oh, the you service. you like did the service? Yeah. Oh, wow. With no heads up, just like get get a call. The viewing already started. The service was starting like 40, 45 minutes. So, like, yeah, we what? need you to come do it. And I'm like, you well. Like lead the service? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, okay. That's whatever. How, how long ago was this? Oh, just like two months, three months. Oh, wow. Yeah, right before Christmas. Oh, okay. Uh, so, well, at least you weren't like 16 and they're like, hey, can you just yeah, come well, knock they this would out have. real quick? With my family, they would have. <laughs> oh, uh, but it was fine. It worked out in yeah. the end. But I, I told this story at the gym a while back and this lady who her dad just passed away, they didn't have anybody in particular, to come and do the service. Yeah. And uh, she remembered me saying that, and jokingly. So they ended up getting somebody. But oh, okay. She was freaking out about who was going to do it, and she was just like, I'm going to do it, whatever. And, uh, and finally they convinced her, like, no, let this guy at church do it. Uh, so he's going to do it. It's handled. But when she told me, she's like, my dad's funeral is Sunday. Can you speak at it? I know you said you spoke at your great uncle's. You, you think you could speak at it? And I was like, uh, well, she didn't say it was Sunday. She just said, my dad's funeral, do you think you can speak at it? I know, you, I know you're, you spoke at this one on the fly. And I was like, you know, when is it? Like, if you need somebody, I'll do it for you. I, yeah. And just like that little bit, she she meant it as a joke, like just to mess with me, you know, be funny. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. But then me, like being willing, like she almost teared up because she was like, the fact that you were genuinely willing to do that for me. Yeah. Like, it really did something special for her, and uh, just because I was willing to step in, and like, I don't want her to have to do her own dad's funeral, so sure, I would do that. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't love it, but I would it, do it. It would be a little weird, but... Yeah, and I would do it for her, but... Yeah. Like, it went a long way for her, and just, like, the smallest stuff is just... That's yeah. what yeah. really causes the most amount of... I don't know who said the quote, but it's a pretty famous one. It's like, people will never forget the way you made them feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was in our uh, computer lab in like sixth grade. (laughs) It's like, nobody will remember the shoes you wore, the shirt you had, or the stuff you didn't have. They'll remember how you made them feel. Oh, man, that's funny. Yeah, actually, that that sounds familiar. My my computer lab experience was a retired, uh, like, Military. Yeah, military uh, army lady, I guess. But she was like hardo. And her thing was like, poor planning on your part does not constitute an emergency on my part. Wow. Yeah, it was... uh, I was like, this is like the sixth grade. Could you chill out a little bit? (laughs) We're trying to learn Microsoft Word. Like, Can you you help me put my floppy disk in, please? (laughs) I'm trying to make a Prezi, if you can just... I just forgot my 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 school email address. Could you just look it up for me? 
You're just oh, all the time. Man. You're just like, oh, okay, okay. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Um, I was listening to a podcast today, actually, and uh, what well, you were talking about the the hive mind. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Uh, yeah. She is this. Uh, she's kind of a. I don't want to say big wig, but like mm-hmm. she's got a lot of money. Uh, but she is good at managing teams and people and like uh, stuff like that. Do you remember? The podcast or her name? Uh, it's the Ice Coffee Hour, but I don't remember her name. Oh, uh, okay. Do you listen to that a lot? Every week. Okay, okay. I've got like four podcasts I just listen to every time they come I, out. I like Graham Stephan. He's He seems like... Uh, yeah, it gives good advice. Yeah, he's got... Pre- it's boring advice, but it's good advice. Yeah. 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 I don't want to make this one all about money, but yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sure it will come eventually. <laughs> for, for people who hear me talk about money a lot, it's not... That I'm obsessed with money. It's just very interesting to me. Yeah. I don't care. It makes the world go round. Yeah, I don't really care about how much money I have. Uh, honestly, I do not. Uh, I would give somebody my last couple of dollars if they really need it. I don't, I don't like, hold on to money like that. But uh, it's just very interesting to me, and I, I like learning about it. So that's why I talk about it a lot, because I do a lot of research with it. Uh I just don't want people to get the wrong idea. I don't know. Yeah, no, I think, I mean, I feel like we cover a wide array of stuff, but I feel like it's important to to focus on that. Yeah, you so. should have some sort of knowledge on money. I think everybody yeah, should. Yeah, I mean, they didn't teach me that in any grade I was oh, in, gosh. let alone sixth grade computer class. Yeah. So. But you remember how they made you feel. Yeah. <laughs> so this lady, she works with groups? or Yes, she's good at managing teams, managing people. And she was talking about people's performance at work. And she said that if you put a high performer, somebody who does really well at work, gets a lot of stuff done, if you just put their desk beside somebody who is like a pessimist or a lower performer, they will, uh, their performance, everything that is uh, recordable basically, like anything they can track is down like 40% what they would have done by themselves or if they were by a other high performer or po- just a positive person, not even somebody that's good at their work, just a positive person, they would be up like 60%. So the 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 pessimist would bring the positive person down? Down, 40%. And the two positive people would... Be up 60%. Oh, wow. Is that not crazy? That is crazy. Those are really high numbers. Yeah, like those are those are some high percentages. I would think it would have the opposite effect, like the pessimist would... Rise. boosted by the productive the bad person. fruit, dude. Bad okay, fruit will get yeah. you every time. Yeah, and we were talking about two positives earlier, so yeah. that does make sense. Because I was thinking, as you were saying this, I was thinking about whenever I was in uh, whatever, Biology 101 <laughs> with Dylan, my best friend Dylan. Uh, <laughs> we both sat in the front row. I sat next to him. He was going to school to be a nurse, so he was like, he's taking this very seriously. And that was the best grade I had at college, period, uh. was because I sat next to him sat in the front row and he was like super into it and so like just by proxy I was close and into it just like he was and I like rose to whatever level he was instead of him being drugged down to whatever level I was yeah so I think at the time you probably weren't uh not that you are now but like you probably weren't a pessimist though yeah yeah I Uh, probably wasn't you were probably still in a decent headspace at least like decent attitude not like that's very true yeah if you would have had a bad attitude the whole time, yeah, yeah. It maybe would have messed with him. Uh-huh, exactly, yeah, that's very true. Yeah, that's 
That's insane. They're crazy numbers, man. Yeah. Like <laughs> that makes me think of uh I think it was Bill Gates that said this was the like at Microsoft or whatever, they would put the quote unquote laziest person uh in a process role to mm. find out the fastest way to do a process because the laziest person would figure out uh, the fastest way uh, to do it. Fast way to get something done. Yeah, and I remember I may have said this before, but uh at one of my first jobs I had to delete a bunch of emails. Oh. And there was no like select all delete. It was like you had to press the delete key or like right click delete. Uh-huh. So I taped the delete key down. And went and did something else for like 20 minutes while I deleted all these emails. Wow. Like I literally took a Smart. piece of tape and taped down my keyboard delete button. And then I, I felt like a genius, dude. I that is pretty like, smart. I even told the owner, I was like, look what I did. I'm so smart. <laughs> <laughs> look what this is doing. Uh, uh, you're working with a literal genius right now. <laughs> did you know? You can tape this delete button down and you can just go do whatever I, you want. <laughs> I was. Do- it was his emails that I was deleting. Or it was like a... It was a company email, whatever that had gotten spammed, and uh, that's what I that's what I did to fix yeah. it. I did well, all kinds of weird stuff at that job. So back to the uh, these stats. Uh, there's another one. Let me think of it really fast. Uh, what was the last one I said? It Sitting was by positive, 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 positive is like up sixty percent or forty uh-huh. percent or something like that. Oh, if somebody comes and interrupts you while you're working, you're in a, a workflow state yeah, of mind. Yeah, in a flow state. And they interrupt you for 30 seconds or less, whatever, put whatever time you want on there. Yeah. And they interrupted you with something uh, negative, like, hey, why didn't you do this? That sucks. You know? Oh, yeah. It would take you much, much longer to get back into the flow state if they came by and interrupted you for the same amount of time with something positive. You would, like, jump back into your your flow state faster than if somebody stopped you with something negative. Yeah. That that seems to check out, yeah, because it's... I mean, getting interrupted in your flow state is is terrible anyway, but Mm -hmm. yeah. And then getting interrupted while you're trying to work through something and then they're like hey whatever you did on this sucks yeah. like that would be terrible yeah and it don't even have to be like that direct or mean yeah. it could yeah. literally be like hey we we gotta stay late today you know yeah. like something like that being negative yeah instantly you're like distracted longer you can't get back into the flow but like your brain if you were just interrupted with something positive gets back into it faster yeah that is wow. so neat to me. Like yeah, your brain loves positive energy. Oh yeah, but uh, your brain uh, ignores positive feedback more than it does negative. Did you know that? Oh, I guess I didn't. But so that... like you almost have to overcompensate and be like around the most positive people. Yeah, and just get negative out of your life because you're gonna hang on to negative harder. Yeah, you remember like all those negative or like something like cringy that you did yeah. way back when or, or something bad that happened to you. Like you, I guess you never really dwell on something really positive that happens. Yeah. Uh, Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's weird how the so brain saying, is like that. That's, you know? that's how like, uh, that's why it's so uncommon to be famous. Because like you could have. A thousand people, or let's say it's more, a more realistic number, like a hundred people probably really like you, but the couple of people that don't would just drag you down so much more. Yeah. That's why you need like, you know, millions of people to to really like you for you to be famous. That way you can't focus as much on the 
ten thousand that hate you. Yeah, yeah, and it's, I feel like people. I mean, you know, with social media and everything, it's it's way easier to be attacked and have negative things thrown at you. Um, but even in just you know everyday life, a lot of negative stuff happens, and it's it's hard to not dwell on that or hard to not like let that almost consume you for uh, a certain period of time. And there's a, I, I, you know, I'd heard something one time that's like, if something bad happens to you or you're upset about it, like give yourself time to be upset or be hurt by it and then be over it. Mm -hmm. Like don't let it keep consuming you because I feel like if you give yourself 10 or 15 minutes to like, you know, be upset or be sad, Validate your emotions, basically. Yeah, yeah. Recognize it, internalize it, and then move on from it instead of having like one or two minute intervals for the rest of your life to dwell yeah. on something so negative. Like you, you can sit down for a minute and process it and then work through it and then maybe be better or stronger because of it and then push past it. Yeah. And, and work it past that. No, that's good. I like that. Yeah, being able to... Process emotions is something that, especially the male demographic, yeah. <laughs> we just like feelings aren't for guys. You know? Yeah, I, I feel like I do that sometimes. Like I'll, uh, like I'll have a lot of stuff just worked up in my head, and it's because I I will like preemptively think what people are going to respond with, and then I already have that second or third or fourth response in my head. And then it's like this anticip anticipation or anxiety of waiting for it to play out. And then rarely does it go how it goes uh -huh. in your head, you know? Like, most of the time you're thinking worst case scenario, and then it's actually not that bad. Or yeah. it works out way better than you thought. Or it doesn't go any of the way that you could have thought it would have yeah. went, you know? Oh, gosh, yeah, you just get completely side-swapped. Uh, I used to have this thought that if I thought it, it wouldn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but I would be like, all right, well, I already thought about that, so it can't happen that way. Like, it uh, almost has to be a surprise for it yeah. to, for me to think through it or something like that. Yeah, but it usually be something I get, good, I, you I, know? I think of that sometimes. <laughs> like, uh, there's there's a verse in the Bible that says something about uh, nobody will know the day that the Lord's coming back. Yeah. Some, alone, that's very paraphrased, but like, yeah, you yeah. Know, like, it's like only the Son of God knows the day that he's coming back. Yeah. Like, nobody uh, knows. So in my head, I used to be like, oh, my gosh, I wish everybody would quit guessing. You know, because they're like, <laughs> the world's going to end tomorrow. And it's like, yeah. well, it's not going to be tomorrow because yeah. you can't know. Yeah. So anytime somebody guess every day in my head, I'm like, man, somebody's just guessing. It's never going to happen. If we <laughs> we got to quit Oh, it's guessing. not going to happen because everybody's guessing. like the one day nobody guesses. Yes, as soon as, be the he's day. like just waiting on us to stop trying to guess it. Yeah. That way nobody can be like, well, I was right. You know, it's like, <laughs> like just y'all quit guessing and maybe it'll happen. Oh, uh, that's funny. Uh, one of my friends sent me a meme today and it was like, uh, it was a little cartoon comic strip, and it was a football player scoring a touchdown. Mm. And it was like, this one's for you, Jesus. And it showed a frame of Jesus in heaven watching hockey. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Oh, man. Speaking of, we, we're on, we're on a two-game losing streak now. Oh, no, dude. Yeah. It was, it was tough. We had eight guys. Is that a lot or a little? No, that's a little. So you got five guys plus your goalie on the ice, so the goalie never changes, so... If you only got th you know you got eight guys, you got five guys on the ice, you got three guys on the bench. That means two guys on the ice are always tired. Mm. 
So it was a uh, it was a battle. I mean, we had thirty 30- tired, man. Oh yeah, we was tired. We was tired, dude. We had no legs, but oh my gosh, we shot. We had thirty three shots on goal, scored twice. They had fifteen and scored three times and beat us three two. Dang. So, but we battled back. We were down three zero and we we lost three two, but we just couldn't. I mean, so many opportunities. You get thirty three shots. There was a lot. So of does somebody ones. keep stats for you guys? Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a scorekeeper, and then they keep stats on the on the app. Wow. So. I did get a penalty like three minutes into the game. Dang, you shoved somebody? I uh, tripped him. I was playing the puck, and then he just goes down. I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to the penalty box. And then <laughs> – Jeez, did you, you should have punched him. <laughs> well, then I served my two-minute penalty, and then I fell getting out of the, the oh, box. Oh, my god! So I was like trying to go up and over, and my leg got <laughs> caught or something. And there's like – you know whenever you fall, there's a moment where you're like, well, I'm falling. Like yeah. there's, no, there's no recourse. You're living in it. You're just living in You're just living in And there was a moment where I'm just like, I'm falling. That's it. Like, uh, if I try to counter dude, this fall like anymore. were you, like, face first or were you uh, well, I was sideways? Like, it was sideways because my leg went over and then my other leg okay. didn't come with me. And so I okay. tried to catch. And then I was I like, I'm it. just falling here. So, oh. And then, you know, you hit the ground, you bounce back up. And I just started laughing. <laughs> try right? to act like nothing happened. Yeah, Especially it was early ice. in the game. I wasn't demoralized yet. Yeah, on the ice. That's, that's tough to get up, too. Yeah, well... You kind of bounce up like you use your stick as like a extra oh, leg. Oh, see, I didn't so, think about yeah, that. you push on your stick and get up. So, huh? But uh, yeah, you you got all those pads on, dude. You bounce right back up. Like you know, you hit the ice and you're bouncing a little bit. But yeah, they had a, a couple more guys. You know, it was Super Bowl Sunday, so uh, we had some guys out. And wow, just I'm surprised y'all played on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's nice. I mean, uh, I watched like the first half, and then had to cut out and. Drove in the rain both oh. ways to get beat. <laughs> what were your thoughts on the Late Super Bowl? Uh, well, I only watched the first half, but um, I don't know. You know, scripted. Not as <laughs> many. Uh, not as many Taylor sightings as what people thought were going to happen. Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess it depends on which feed you got. But uh, oh, I, don't I guess know. I didn't think about that. I don't know. Uh, I just we watched. I think Half the one it, we were watching didn't. Did even, y'all watch all of it? Uh, no, we left at the end of the third quarter. Oh, okay. So we didn't watch the best quarter. So. Oh yeah, well I didn't even know it went to overtime till the next day. Yeah, I would <laughs> I would Google it every couple of minutes and see what the score was. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know that we have something. Uh, we don't have TV, right? Cable TV. Yeah, yeah. And we don't. We didn't have Paramount. So. Oh, was it on Paramount? Oh, I guess CBS. CBS and Paramount. Oh, uh, right, right, right. Uh, yeah, no, we. Uh, we watched half of it at Ken's brother's house, and then came home, put Sailor down, and then I rolled out. So I didn't, I didn't know what had happened till I think I came home and checked the score and saw that they had won, and then I didn't even realize that it went to overtime to the next day. Did you see the thing with Travis Kelsey bumping into Andy Reid? Yeah, that was early in the game. I think I, I noticed that. So what were your thoughts on that? Because um, that has been like. Is that a hot thing? Oh, it's been blasted, dude. It's been blasted. <laughs> it's blasted. So the the take basically is he shouldn't bump into him because that's like I saw some people all him call it like assault mm. and like disrespectful. Uh, the other take is like passionate. They're both cool with it, you know. Like that's just the energy that they're bringing to this game. You know, yeah. Well, like, it seemed Andrew, like he it surprised him. Yeah, he just wasn't paying attention. I don't think it like it just caught him off guard. I think. Uh, well, I feel like 
I, I don't know. Like, there's egos down there on the sidelines, and, you know, it's the biggest game that they'll play in. So, um, yeah. But I also feel like you got to act like you've been there. I mean, this is a, this their second year there, you know? Oh, well, it's more – I mean, they've been there, what, like four out of the last five years, haven't they? Oh, I guess. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they I don't have. Know, but they've been in like the four of the last five Super Bowls. I'm pretty sure. Uh, well, I just think like, yeah, you got to be a professional, and like, you don't just go. I mean, I understand being fired up, but you don't just like go bump into the head coach. I don't know. I didn't know it was such a big deal. I mean, oh, people yeah, getting spats on the sidelines all the time. Yeah, so. I think um, for me, what I see it as is, and there's some evidence to this. Okay, I see this as. Travis Kelsey knows that he's a good football player. He obviously is. He's arguably the best tight end in the league. Uh, he knows that his coach is good. I don't think he was saying, like, you are an idiot. I need to do this. <laughs> yeah. I think he was just frustrated at what happened, Yeah, expressing a lot of emotion. Uh, he's a professional football player. I think he can get – flustered about football and yeah. in my opinion he can lose his cool over football uh should he have handled it differently probably i think he would probably say probably uh but like do i think he's a, a crappy person no. oh, is that what is that what hey everybody's saying like i don't know like he was overreacting but you gotta think that is the biggest game of all time oh yeah yeah i i mean when I saw it, I was just like, I thought maybe the bump was an accident, and he was just coming over there and yeah, telling something. Yeah, I, I, I would guarantee that he didn't mean to bump into him that hard. Yeah. And the coach wasn't paying attention, so it yeah, caught him off guard. So it looked worse. Yeah. my And then my... I just thought it was kind of funny. What I take as evidence is that neither one of them have came out and been like... Uh, like, the coach didn't come out and be like, yeah, he shouldn't have done that. That's messed up. Because, like, they have that relationship where the coach knows he was not trying to harm him. Yeah. I you mean, know? they're in commercials together. You know? Yes. Like, they're... And Travis Kelsey <laughs> knows that, like, his coach is a great coach. Yeah. And he wasn't, like... He didn't... After the game, he wasn't, like, yeah, he needs to do this. And the coach wasn't, like, yeah, he shouldn't have done that. Like, Yeah, well, do I don't that. think they're... I guess probably not those kind of people. Yeah, I, no I mean, I just thought it was it. kind of funny when I saw it. Uh-huh. And it was only uh, trumped by the San Francisco 49er player, like, falling on the field or whatever, <laughs> tearing his Achilles. I was like, dude, come on. Like, and he was super bummed, and I was like... Of course maybe... he's super bummed, dude. Well, he's well, tore yeah, his ACL. Well, obviously... Well, I thought he tore his Achilles oh, or whatever. Oh, sorry. Achilles. Anyway, I was just like, that's why you gotta, like, be a professional. You know, like, in the same sense as, like, don't go bump into your coach. Like, you're a professional football player. Be a professional, so, you know? So, I saw... I saw somebody saying something like, uh, this is not allowed in the workplace. Because <laughs> they were like, he, he was saying, like, this is their jobs. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. But their job's different. You know, he's not like a freaking school teacher bumping into the principal like that. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, a lawyer bumping into the judge. Like, it's a different <laughs> professional setting. And for you to even act like that, like saying yeah. physical assault's not allowed in the workplace i'm like this is it's like that's what they do in the weeks leading up to the football game. He, he gets paid to hit people yeah. and be aggressive and be physical yeah oh speaking of uh weeks leading up 
I saw this, like, you know, get your tinfoil hats out, but uh, somebody talking about that, you know, the whole entirety of the NFL is rigged. And in the practice weeks, they practice to play the other team. Like, it's a rehearse, almost like the WWE rehearses oh their, what they're going to do for the week leading up to the event. And I was like, and then it was, uh, it had a video clip from, like, I don't know. I don't even know how old it was, but it was, uh, like, two or three guys it almost looks like they were purposely avoiding tackling Patrick Mahomes. Like one guy free shot at tackling him and just goes to the blocker. Like just <laughs> veers off into a wide receiver and gets him and he's like had a free shot at tackling. And there was one guy that just runs right past Patrick Mahomes and doesn't ta- doesn't touch him. And he does like it's not like he makes a move and uh, makes a miss. He just trucks right past him. <laughs> So, oh man, some of that's funny. I yeah. I love when people make conspiracy theories like that online about like sports. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's like you don't know how much stuff is taken out of context. Yeah, people have no clue. Like like what you cherry that, pick some stuff. Yeah, that's like it. you can get a clip and just be like, oh well, look at this, and yeah. like they don't understand what's going on, you know, in the video. Like what that guy's actually, you know, he's probably just engaging the blocker so he doesn't get. Yeah, I mean, pancaked. it could be they. Cherry picked that camera angle. Uh, Who knows? Yeah, like, but it is it fun to think that, like, oh, this is all just uh-huh. a ruse. It's, yeah, it's fun. It's funny. But that's what makes me like hockey. Like, hockey is just chaos for 60 minutes and then somebody wins, you know? Oh, my God. That's, I mean, you don't think it could be rigged? I, I mean, so my thing is that p- players are paid to play, right? Well, pay, uh, players could be paid to not play. So I feel like it could be that simple. And it's like not play is not like not do it, but just not do it to the best effort. Like you go out there, you coast, you go out there, you, you know, make a minor effort. And you, you ulti- I mean, teams tank all the time in the NHL and the NBA. Oh, yeah, to get, to get a good draft pick, which is, so, I hate that. Yes, yeah, dumb. It's like just it's, play it's the game. It's like it makes you not want to go watch a game. Yeah, it's like, oh, we can't be good until we have X amount of these yeah. players. Like, like that's in a three dumb years, mindset. we're going to try. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like, our rebuild grief, year. We don't have yeah. to try. Grief trying to come in last place like three years in a row just yeah. to get yeah. some good picks. What do you want to? Uh, you got tall poppy syndrome? Where you're gonna cover that? I don't. Uh, know. No, we'll we'll talk about it another day. Okay, we can roll that into next week. What do you want to? Let's do some golf talk and then we'll like roll it. out of here. I was pulling up our scores from Greenbrier. Yeah, uh, yeah. So two weeks ago we said we were gonna go play Greenbrier. What the next day? Yeah. Or something like that. Next yeah, I think the next day. Oh no, it was Friday. Friday. No, 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 it wasn't. <laughs> that was so I played Friday with, wow. with uh with best my friend, best friend Dylan. Best friend Dylan. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we which, went and uh, we played hmm. a Roebuck and we played a scramble, shot a one oh five, um, made some golf shots. Uh he made some putts and some drives. He hooked up a couple drives. I don't think any of my drives were good. Uh. But my irons were good. I was the if he was the, the <laughs> if he was the top bun and the bottom bun, I was oh the, God, meat the meat and the cheese and the mayonnaise and the. He was getting you off the tee and getting you in the hole, and you were everything in between. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I mean, there was he lost his shot on, I guess about halfway through, and was just like hard shanking him right, like oh. fifteen yards. Sorry, Dylan. And it's uh, it was a, it was a tough look there for a minute. I feel like he got it back for for a second. Uh-huh. Um. Also, they only have a net to hit in. So we warmed up for like 10 or 15 minutes, and you hit your ball into this net, and the net just makes your ball just black. 
Looks like you were hitting it into soot or something. What in the world? Soot is also a hilarious word. Uh, <laughs> so for Greenbrier. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. I shot a uh, plus 24. Nice. Jake. Jacob coming in at a plus 32. Not bad. That's how we do it. Not also bad. For, I had for one birdie. Uh, I had one Greenbrier. birdie and three pars. You had one birdie and three pars? Yeah. I think I had two pars. That was it. And for reference, uh, Greenbrier is a par three fifty four, par fifty four course. So yeah. every hole is a par three, and the greens are hilariously bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's I mean, like you're, putting in your backyard that hadn't been mowed in a while. <laughs> <laughs> they're not that bad, but they're not they're not all even. Most it's of like, them are kind of domey. Oh, just, yeah. I mean, every single one of those greens is like turtle bat greens, dude. It's yeah, it, it's a course, though. It's good practice it's, for oh, chipping yeah. and uh, your irons. Yeah, I mean, you never really take much more than an eight. There's one hole that's 220 that you could drive. Yeah, we, most people I would mean, drive. we unloaded probably. A lot of, that. that's usually the hole we hit a lot of balls. But it, it's a tough, it's got to be like a little baby uh, draw. Yeah. Which not very Where that flag is, yeah. Not very many people can do that, and uh, fairway's really tight. Very uh, tight, yeah. So you're hitting a lot into the woods, to be fair. Yeah, but it's more of just like a, let's get the driver out, and you haven't hit it all day. There's uh-huh. nowhere to warm up for that. So you just go out there and hit a couple balls and just see what, see what happens. If there's a good one, you play it. Yeah. You count that one as your one. Yeah. And <laughs> it, um, speaking of driver, I got a lot of driver practice this week. Oh, yeah. On the, on the Sims. Jacob was hating on me. We were texting about it earlier. Uh, he was hating on the on the sim numbers just because. Yeah, big sim guy. Now. I don't know. Maybe he can't afford to go hit on a sim. I don't know. <laughs> Both of mine were paid for. Yeah, let for. me just fly to Washington and hit on the sim. <laughs> Both of mine were paid for, so yeah, that's yeah. the only reason I could afford it. <laughs> but, yeah, it was fun. The, uh, the hotel we were at had a nice simulator in the bottom. Like, they had a camera over the top of the ball, and – Two cameras in each far corner, and then two cameras kind of four or five foot in from that, but still up in the corner. A lot of cameras, five cameras for it. Were you hitting into like a heavy tarp kind uh, of kind of vibe? Yeah, like a big projector screen. Yeah, were you playing? Did you play around, or were you just we could have played around? But we just hit at the range. That's what uh, they, that's what okay. the the. Uh, Did you only do it once? Yes. Oh, okay. The other time was just a uh, free range, but they had uh, uh, something behind you, I guess, with the camera that was doing uh, the numbers. Oh, okay. Wait, so was it like a like a top golf situation? But it wasn't top golf. It's nicer than top golf's flight thing. Yeah. But uh, not as nice as the all the cameras and stuff. Oh, okay. Their uh, okay. Their situation's cool though. Uh. So you have your little pad that you hit on. Yeah. Standing on a turf pad, and then there's like a little bit of rough uh, on the edge of the pad, and then real slick like a fairway on the edge, and also a tee. And you can click a button to change the height of the tee. And every time you hit a ball, it tracks it, tells you all the thing, and it keeps up with what club you're hitting. Like you just type or you click what club you're swinging. Yeah. It keeps up with every nine iron shot you've logged for that hit for that round whatever range session and then you can change clubs whatever but every time you hit one the tee goes down and it picks up another ball and brings it back up 
What? So you bring your bucket over there at the beginning and you kind of pour it into this hole and really? shut the hole back and they just stay under the pad that you're standing on and they kind of just flow to the T spot. The T goes down, comes back up. So if you're hitting... What? That's wild. I've never like, heard of that. Whenever I was hitting driver off the T, like, I would literally just hit and then it would put the next one up there and I would just hit and you wouldn't have to bend over and put it on the T. It just, what? It so it's like a bowling up. alley where it just sets the pins up for uh-huh. you. That's and the ball wild. comes up. <laughs> Very bowling That's alley. That's crazy. And this was at the sim, the basement sim, or was that this the driving range? This was at the other one, at the driving range. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. That's that's pretty the sweet. The basement sim uh, just had the one ball. You just hit it, go yeah, grab it. Yeah, you just had it. to go get it. Which stinks because you're like walking in front of the projector and yeah, stuff. Yeah, just getting blinded. Yeah, well, you can't see can't see like what your some of the numbers were because you're kind of in the way. Yeah. You got to like run up there, grab it, run back. <laughs> that's. Do you remember the name of the place that y'all went to? Was it called Sweet Shots? No. Okay. That's the only other, like, top golf place I've heard of. No, it's uh, something by the water. Uh, Was it like a one-off kind of place? Yeah, it's local to there, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Okay. The guy was cool. Uh, He knew Lex's uncle, and Lex's uncle thought it was so cool I could hit it far. Yeah. And he's like, You're just unloading the driver. Yeah. And he was just, <laughs> he's just like showing everybody that walks by. He's like, You got to see this. No. <laughs> everybody, dude. Oh, Whatever man. club I was hitting, he'd be like, Like for the seven iron. He's like, That's a, that's a seven iron. And I'm like, Okay, <laughs> dude. Okay. Oh, like, that's fun. The owner walks by and he's like, Watch, you got to watch this, man. You got to watch this. Oh, man. Was Lexi like swooning a little bit? No, Lexi wasn't there with this one. Just, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, that's funny. It, it was funny. I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's so embarrassing." <laughs> it was fun. Did you duff any, or were you just smoking them every time? Uh, I duffed some. Yeah, yeah. but I was hitting them pretty good. To okay. be honest, those I, make up for the duffs. You're like, yeah, oh, "Let me get one back up." Yeah, and you smoke one. He's like, "Good grief!" Dang. Were you hitting it like you were hitting? Uh, I guess when we went to Cross Creek at night. Yeah. Just smoking yeah, they were, the ball. They were, it was, I was pounding <laughs> some of them. And it was nice to see the carry. You know, like it, it oh, yeah. tells you the numbers and the carry. Uh, it kind of, the numbers like fly up. Uh, yeah, count up. Like yeah, it's counting up. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Uh, until it hits the ground. And then it marks your carry right there. And yeah. Then it, and then it the tells roll you out. the rest later. Yeah. What were you hitting? Do you remember? Uh, I was carrying uh like two eighty to two ninety. That's pretty good. Yeah, uh, I carried some closer to two ninety five, some like that. Yeah, but most of them were about two eighty when I hit it good. Uh, that's good. I mean, I was smoking it, dude. Yeah. Uh, was it a was it like Top Golf where it had like the big nets and everything and the holes or big was it nets like... on the side, no holes. Uh, okay, they would have poles out there at certain distances. Uh, uh so you can't kind of visually see where you're mm-hmm. going, but it would tell you on the monitor. Yep. Okay. I had uh, I had a couple. There was a, a one at 150, a pole at 150, right down the pipe. Yeah. And I was hitting seven iron about 150. Yeah. And uh, I had like three or four where I literally hit like dead center of the pole, midway up, like right on it, just bam. And I was like, really? Just like smoking it? Yeah. I'm like, that's that feels awesome. Um, we the gotta poles, go. The pole's like. Probably four inches in diameter. Yeah. Five inches. It's a pretty big pole. Dude, That we got to go back to Cross Creek and try oh, yeah. to hit the symbol. Hit the, the gong? The gong. <laughs> There's a gong like 
what 90 yards out way to the right way to the right but we were also like pretty far to the left so i bet Set if we get to where the left. yeah one of those other guys were we probably line up that gong yeah now we I'm gotta like, do it we haven't been there in a while yeah we haven't been since we went at night yeah and we need to fun. go back yeah maybe we do that we should go tonight do you want it? No, we can't. We can't. Nick's already in bed. <laughs> Nick's already. I'm gonna call him and ask him. Hey, you yeah, want to go, go hit that gong? <laughs> I would go right now. I don't. I I'm think crazy. they close at ten, so uh, I think we're we're ten minutes away from that. So, dang. well, we've got it? a we've got a round Thursday afternoon. We're gonna play at Cross Creek. Try to get a a hot deal off golf, golf now. And yeah, uh, I showed our uncle golf now. He was like, "What in the world is awesome?" Yeah. He plays a lot of golf. He does a lot of business on the golf course, like uh, uh, meetings Wheeling with like owners of these companies. Yeah, yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, that's like the classic, you know, old man uh, golf course kind of thing. He's pretty good. He he hits his driver. His driver is about the exact same as his three wood, like two ten, two fifteen, but it's yeah. pretty straight. Yeah, he's that's pretty daggum consistent it. with it. Yeah, and all of his irons are really consistent. Uh, he yeah. shoots pretty good, I think. Said this year he shot like an eighty four. That's good. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. He said that usually don't happen, but he he usually shoots about upper eighties. I would if I shot at eighty four, I'd be elated, dude. I would talk about it probably for the next six months, maybe even a year. Yeah, six months is pretty generous. <laughs> You're acting like you'd get over it then. Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe man. we'll shoot an eighty four. What stinks is every time I go play, I'm like, man, I want to keep my own score and just play. Yeah. But then I also like want to do scrambles and stuff like that. But yeah. I'm like, I don't want to. Hey, whatever you're feeling uh, on Thursday, we'll do whatever. Because playing the scramble with Dylan was fun. It's like your bad shots don't matter as much unless you both hit a bad shot. And then yeah. you kind of don't feel bad because you're like, well, <laughs> well we both hit a bad yeah. shot. You didn't either. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't say nothing. You can't. Yeah. But you can also be amped up for good shots. So like if you know they hit a good shot, you can amp them up. And if you duff it, then it doesn't matter because you're still playing a good shot. Yeah, one of his got. Yeah. yeah, I may be down for a scramble, to be honest. We did, so we tried to break 50 on the the front nine. We played the back nine first, mm-hmm. so we tried to break 50, and I think we shot a 53. So I was like, this is this is doable. Yeah, you're lining it up. Yeah, and then we shot a 52. So we shot a 105. Dang. So, but I was like. I bet we could break 100. I think we could. Cause, I think you and Dylan probably good, too, honestly. Well, we we had two drops. Uh, so we dropped three, so that's two strokes right there. So that's one oh three, and then I think had one of us got off the tee, but like that's literally one or two holes where you just clean it up and you're breaking a hundred as a scramble. Yeah. So yeah, no doubt. I don't know if that counts for our twenty twenty four goals of breaking a hundred, but break a hundred in a scramble that would be fun. So. <laughs> But from we could do we can scramble the front, the front nine and then solo score the back nine and just kind of double them up, you know. So like if we scramble and we shoot a forty five, we shot a ninety, yeah. and then you shoot your back nine. Solo. Yeah, but that don't seem like. I'd rather just scramble all day. Yeah. Well, I see people do it on YouTube all the time. Like they'll play nine and they'll be like, "Yeah, we we broke a hundred. Yeah, and they'll shoot like a you know they'll shoot a forty eight. Yeah, and that's fair. Six. So. So we'll see. We'll we'll update you guys next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, we'll on let you know. Uh, probably, well, you know what? I'm gonna say it's probably gonna be the best round, best round I've ever had. Okay, that's what I'm gonna say. I like it. Declare it. I Claim almost, it. I almost said it's gonna be terrible, but <laughs> not this week, buddy. No, no, no. That positive mindset. Let's end Try on the positive. It. We're gonna be positive. 
Yeah, you're you guys, gonna shoot good. I'm gonna shoot good. We're both gonna break. <laughs> we're 100. gonna sink putts, just Let's freaking go. left and right. I was Cross Creek is a good course, so yeah, I'm I'm pumped. Yeah, all you guys hold on to this positive and just yeah, roll out the positive energy and and roll into the weekend. If you think of a compliment, say it to somebody. Yeah, make and two positives. Be the change you want to see. Be that's positive. Right. Be the change. Believe the change. Be the change. That's uh, it. That's let it. Think of something else. You uh, got something else. What you got? What you got? Thing about good. See the good in people. Yeah, yeah. No, That's... I think that covers it. Just be nice, man. Be be positive. Yeah, it yeah. makes you cooler. Makes you more productive. Uh, it makes you. It makes positive people want to be around you. You yeah. know, pulls those people in, and it boosts sixty percent. Boosts those positive. Yeah. Be yeah, more productive. Insane. Be more positive. That's it. That's our That's new it. slogan. All right. See you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>